You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Crab Feast, Mondays at 8 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. When are your parents getting home? They said they were taking my grandmother out for dinner. Great, now we can have a party. Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to witness some scenes which under no circumstances should be viewed by anyone with a heart condition or anyone who is easily upset. Like, she took her pants off, and my first question was, what is that? Crabs. Crabs? Crabs, you know, like headlights. But what the hell can we do about them? And here's your enjoyment with National Bohemian Beer. When you hand the guy the money, you'd be like, yo, I'm getting fucked up tonight. <laughs> I just got paid about this bitch. All you can eat, blue crab, specially shipped in direct from Maryland. Mm-mm. Hey, yo, lesson here, babe. You coming to King? You best not miss. Hit this dude right in the knees. Damn right. And you he did. flips up over my car. Uh. Uh. All right. Uh. What up? Welcome what up? to the motherfucking crab uh. feast. Ah! I swore I wasn't going to curse. Uh. Welcome to the crab feast. I'm your motherfucking friend, Matt Fulcheron, a.k.a. the Full Charge. A.K.A. the concierge. That's my new nickname I made up for myself. Like it's pretty cool, like right? That. It's French. I'm jealous. And it sounds like I know where everything Damn is. It. I want to be the concierge. Like I kind of know. Well, I'm the concierge. <laughs> find, find something else on <laughs> uh, <laughs> France.com. Uh, Radio Rando. What up, to my concierge? Right. Crab feasters. To my left, juror number 11. That's juror your new number nickname. 11 is present. Ryan Sickler. Good to be back at the motherfucking Hells. crab feast. Yes. and um, We upgraded, man. We got a concierge at the crab feast now. Well, I'm the concierge, and we also got coasters for our beers and our Diet Cokes. That's, that's the biggest Hell, upgrade, yeah. I think, so and, and uh, I think somebody washed the windows in here, so we're still good. We're good to go. Um, it smells nice. If we you, well, go ahead. Randy. If you want to email the uh, show, please email us at crabfeastpodcast at gmail dot com. That is crabfeastpodcast at gmail dot com. Or you can Twitter, tweet. Yeah, yeah, tweet. you tweet live tweet. Technically, if you'd like. as you can tell, I'm really into that kids. Uh, the charge <laughs> or the sickler, as the Ram Man doesn't party that way. Yeah, I am at Ryan Sickler. I'm at the full charge. You can find me uh, full char- thefullcharge.com. Don't forget the the. Yeah, don't, don't be, forget. The, don't uh, be googling the concierge. That's new. It's actually the. Yeah, you got to put the indefinite article in. We wanted to get into a little bit of the state of the crab feast and mm-hmm. let everybody know that we are doing well. We're growing a little bit of the audience. Plenty of old bay lying around. A lot of you are showing up at the backyard at the crab feast. We appreciate the tweets, the emails, it. but we need to spread the word a little more. Need to get the word out. Tell your friends. Post it on Facebook. Post it on, post it on your. Twitter feed. Yeah. Uh, your MySpace, if you have it, that's yeah, your fault, boom. but put it there. That'll take us to the next level if you put it on your MySpace. Yeah, I mean, if people are still on MySpace, they'll pretty much take your word for anything. Put it on Friendster. Get Friendster, it out there. Napster, if you're still music sharing out there. Yeah. Friendster actually died, I think. It's Napster did, too. They're both done. Oh, that's too but bad. But thank you all for listening, and thank you yeah. all for downloading. We just would love for you to get the word out more. If you like this show... Tell a friend. And tell the network. Friend. And the network. And the Toad network. Hop as well. Uh, and notice the difference that we're not asking you for money or any mm-hmm. shit. We're just telling you to spread the word. We if don't you take like it, money. man, tell everybody. That's how it grows. Yeah. This is um, not, you know, it's not a penis. It grows differently. <laughs> you have to tell people about it. And you can't then just it rub it. You yeah. can't just be showing up at the crab feast and eating a bunch of crabs and be like, thanks, and then not rolling out and telling everybody how good the fucking crabs were. Tell somebody. Spread the word. Um, we're all happy to be back in the studio, back in Los Angeles. I've been in Oklahoma and North Carolina for a while, hanging out with the biggest drinking Dean, Dean <laughs> Boomer Appleman. Shouts out. Thanks for booking me. Uh, you <laughs> paid my bills this month. College. What's he the dean of? He's a dean of Party. Northern uh, Oklahoma College in Enid, Oklahoma, population 18. Uh, <laughs> and what was his name again? You said what? Uh, Dean Boomer Appleman, he wanted me to um, tell a story on the podcast actually about him. He, uh, But I did want to give shouts out to him for hooking me up with some cash money and doing a show. Uh, I was scared to go down there because last time I was down there in 2006, he, uh, he was like, hey, let's get a beer afterwards. And we went and got a beer afterwards. And then we got like 28 beers. We got <laughs> fucking wasted <laughs> i mean just the like beam. annihilated and that was like tuesday for him right <clears throat> yeah i mean it was probably on a tuesday or a wednesday i went home 
I went to my hotel room and I was like so fucked up and I needed something to eat so bad. But I'm in Enid, Oklahoma, which is dine, spelt backwards, but I was not going to be dining at all. Population I, now 19. I called. Yeah, robot. I'm there. The concierge is there, but there's no concierge at the fucking Ramada Inn. So I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, there is if you're there. <laughs> I just remember looking for something to eat. On the, I was like, I picked up the phone, like the hotel. I had a cell phone, but I was really what fucked up. What time is it at this point? It's probably like three in the morning, and there's no way. I'm, I, this, I, you got a but I'm calling like Papa Papa John's just for the hell of it right. or whatever. And I, I pick up the phone, and I'm on the phone too long. I'm on the hotel phone, not my cell phone, and it's just a dial tone forever. And then all of a sudden, it's like nine one one emergency. What? And I'm like, oh, it's not I'm a hungry. It's not a real emergency. <laughs> it's just a personal emergency. I, I I didn't mean to call you guys. And they're like, where are you? And I just go. I don't know. <laughs> Did they show up at the hotel? No, I fucking hung up real quick. They followed up. They love that. that. They came out. This was like this was like five years ago, and so like I swore I wasn't going to do it again, uh, but they were like, "No, this bar is like right by your hotel." <laughs> so I go to like this bar, and you can tell like every minute that goes by, I'm going, I'm further and further away from my hotel. <laughs> and long story short, I just hung out and watched people almost fight all night long until um, about. I don't know. Ten people were in a fucking brawl that's, and that's just tight. flattened me, sent me oh, straight really? to the ground. Uh, just and it was like hammer jacks all over. Trampled. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there wasn't even any House of Pain there. They didn't even play House of Pain. Mm, it was shit. terrible. But you know, that's a I survived. And shouts once again. Shouts out the Boomer. Oh, shit. Welcome back Thanks to for Universal Studios. I made it. And uh, I have to tell you, Crab Feasters. I just got a tweet. Uh oh. Mm. This is from at Bang Bang Lampley. He says at the full charge at Ryan Sickler. I put an ad about the show in the church bulletin. So thank Bow. you, at Bang Bang wow. Lampley. Thank you. And uh, thank you. Thank shouts you out to Jesus Christ. I what will, denomination is it? He did not say. He just said church. So I'm assuming Christian. That's, that's is Christian. All I can give him. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and retweet. Maybe that. next week we'll have a religious theme to our podcast. So thank you, at Bang Bang Lampley. Next week's theme is blasphemy. <laughs> Uh, Sickler. Yes. You've been in jury duty for about a month. I have been in jury duty the entire Please. month of February. Let, let's let's start with a little bit of, before you jump into that, okay. I guess, I don't know how jury duty works in the rest of the world, but here in L.A., there's two camps. There's the, <laughs> fuck that shit, I'm throwing the trash, and you will get the people that go, yo, motherfucker, they're gonna, they, you know, it... I didn't have to sign for anything. They can't come and get me camp, which I know a few people in the camp. Then there's the people that go, I can get out of a camp, no fucking problem, and the people that actually go. Which camp were you? Ryan's in all three camps. I have been in uh, I, I have been in two of the three camps. <laughs> I cannot get out of jury duty, uh, but I have been in two of the three camps. Uh, you, you know, you threw it out for years, I, right? No, no, no. That must I have been me. Never do that. No way. That was you. Something like that. Why they sent me at certified this time? I don't know. But I had, <laughs> I had to. I had so to you're just in the one it. camp then. I was in this certain camp, and yeah. I signed for it, and uh, I went. Um, and what was I telling you the whole time? I'm like, you're unemployed right now. They're not going to pick right. you. You're like, you're not. You don't have a steady income coming in. They're not going to yeah, pick you. I pitched you. that before. That works pretty well. It does. Listen, all the bullshit about uh, racist and all that. You don't get. It's all. It's a farce. You don't get out of jury duty. They just put you back in the pool and you go to another case. You oh, just no. get off that case. So. The guys I had, the ones I had, uh, the two guys I had, we're getting tweets out the ass here right now. Ooh, it feels uh, so good. <laughs> we'll read them after the break. Um, the ones I had uh, were two Mexican dudes were on this trial, and there were people that got up like, I don't like Mexicans, I've been attacked by Mexicans, and the judge was like, okay. Yeah, he's, he's like, well, that's the only people we're trying and in this like, court, <laughs> so you're going to have to deal with it. And he's like, see you all later, you can leave. And they're like, yes, I'm out of it. And he's like, no, you go back to the fifth floor, you get back in the pool, you're going to go out on a case where there are no There's Mexicans. a bunch of black people. Sorry. Right. Um, so I get in there day one. This started on January 31st. It ended last week, finally. I've not been able to talk about it. Uh, I get in there, and after a week of jury selection, I am officially juror number 11 on nice. the case. And What kind of questions did they ask you? Just Was it was it racial to, questions or your biased cops they, questions? They don't ask to, you to, 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 you to mean be a like juror. Your juror yeah. you, they're not allowed to ask your name anymore. That has been scratched off the list. You can Good. see it. Uh, but your uh 
city where you live, and we all said L.A., and they're like, yeah, but where specifically? Like, really? Really? Mm-hmm. We have to say and But you do. Wilcox and Fountain. People are like, Newport Beach, uh, Santa Monica. Did you tell the truth, or are you lying? No, you have to tell the truth. I mean, they got your yeah, information. You can't yeah. lie about that. <laughs> so uh, then they ask your occupation. I said comedian, <laughs> hoping that they'd be like, we don't sure. want this guy talking about this shit or whatever. We don't have any retards on, that that on, the, <laughs> on the jury. <laughs> that didn't work. Uh, if you're married or single, if you have grown children, what your what your spouse's occupation is, if you have grown children, what their occupations are, and have you ever served on a jury before? Those were the questions. That's your that's your juror interview here okay. in Pretty Los basic, Angeles. But nothing about the race stuff or nothing about how you feel about cops. No, they ask well, you, they go, do you have any reason? Wrong. They go, do you have any reason why you think you can't be a juror? Right. Then they'll ask and you that that's next. When do you, you know any relatives who are police and blah, blah, blah? Will that affect you in any way? And uh, there's another one. I was, um, I was in one time, and there, there was a guy like who hijacked a car, and they were interviewing this one guy, and they're like, they're like, is there any reason why you can't be on this jury? He's like, yeah, I had my car hijacked one time. And the judge goes, you know this isn't the guy that hijacked your car, right? <laughs> they, like, we, and the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> guy like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, but that's what everyone does. They're like, I don't know. I think I could. And you just want to turn around and be like, really, you dumb motherfucker, really? Just answer the question because we have to do this. Like, yeah. It's, it, just answer it. They're going to let you off if they don't want to pick you. Yeah. But they they picked our ass. So. Yeah. Uh, all we knew going into the case before we were selected, every juror or potential juror knew that this was a cocaine case. So they then mm, asked you questions about right. how you feel about cocaine, how you feel about drugs in general, the war on drugs. Good thing Rando wasn't on it. Did you say, yeah. what What kind of cocaine? So I don't like this shit to mix up with baby powder, man. I like the pure shit. Then they select the jury, and that's when you find out how much cocaine this was and what kind of case did the jury all go oh damn like that when they said how much when they said how much i oh i had to stop myself from clutching my chest and gasping like an old lady from literally going (gasps) when they said that's how much cocaine we're talking about how much was it it was two defendants it's a mexican cartel case there were four seizures over the course of one month they they seized 211 kilos of cocaine Worth a street value of $21 million. All right. In addition, half a million in loose cash, machine guns, pistols, and Uzis. Nice. Wiretaps, over 2,000 of them. 21 were submitted. We had to sit there and read those. Like, we were in court every fucking day. But the majority of the day is sitting and waiting for them to do shit that we're not allowed to see or be a part of. So I would say, honestly, on any given day, it's your two hours is what you're truly in the courtroom everywhere else you're sitting on concrete walls and benches are you out outside there. you're outside the courtroom but you're in the the building but can 13th you, can floor you, can you mess around on your phone or ipad out in the hallway you can but once you're in the court you right, cannot yeah. yeah and then did you make any friends yeah we all bonded because we were fucking scared to death everybody <laughs> was scared to like, death you don't even here. understand so so what they start interviewing uh, each of us, We then we're seated and we find out and they've got photos of the cocaine and they've got wiretaps and everything. And the dudes, they're two defendants and they just, they, they fucking mad dog. They're like the they, dude, oh, really? They're oh, like the, um, they stare at you and oh, then really? write they're like and the, stare. Get the fuck out of here. It's they're like old uh, school mafia shit. The two dudes from Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's exactly. That's exactly right. And when they showed us their pictures, we're like, holy shit. And this happened four years ago. This is 2008. And the anniversary of this month, it happened in February. And if these dudes would have watched one episode of The Wire, they would not even be in that courtroom. <laughs> no shit. Used names, gave out phone numbers. I'm just On sitting there like, phone? oh my God. Oh yeah, my God. I'm like, man, Omar would have killed yeah, yeah, you, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, Jorge's social security number so, is 813. Um, oh, for Barksdale's crew would not have run with that bullshit. No, nah, man, you got to use burners. You got to be better. Even I know that. Their, their code was <laughs> their code was windows for cocaine. Uh, office was stash house, and blueprints were receipts. All right, for cocaine, the code word is blow. Yeah. For money, the code word is cash. Right. So <laughs> these guys We're are never mad gonna get caught. You, and they're looking at you. 
They're literally staring literally at you. Staring at you. What, are you staring back or are you like well, looking down? You do the whole jury back, mad dogs back. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And they start showing machine guns. You're like, I'm not going to look back. And then in and out <laughs> all day, every day is family, friends. And it's like all these thugs and they're eyeballing you up like, man, what the fuck here? This is the, and we had a judge. He was an older black dude. He's the most zen human being I've ever met in my life. He was perfect for this because this was some real deal shit yeah, that's fucking, we're all freaked out about. No, like, no, man. This was fucking, not a, like a hit and run or, yeah. you know, a fucking fender bender. This shit was you know mexican the, this the, was a nasal bender stand is like no mexican cartel mexican cartel so then we have expert after expert i learned a lot about fingerprints but the dudes are mad dogging your family's over here mad dogging you and like old ladies and shit mad dogging everyone you? everyone and then Mijo, i hate juror number we 11 go, we go back to the deliberation room this is where shit got, got hold on real quick freaky. real quick so what was so they had all the how did they get busted where was all the drugs the, uh first uh seizure was in i can't remember what town it was in it happened it was compton pomona anaheim and somewhere else like all in that like trying mm -hmm. that, that area the Thanks first for, seizure, uh, breaking stereotypes guys. Guys. No get. first stereo uh, first stereotype <laughs> first seizure was 173 kilos <laughs> what if the judge said that uh then it was like eight then 10 then 20 so whatever the rest was over four seizures and they, it was like in a different places or something? no man they were all in apartments dudes were meeting at jack-in-the-box next time you see a minivan and a jack-in-the-box it could have 173 kilos of cocaine in the back of it because this one did good to know they were Sometimes. dropping it off picking it up every, everything so um you know, uh, we had a senior citizens on the on the uh, panel, and we had a lot of ladies, and everyone was fearing for their safety sure. completely. So we all get back in the juror de deliberation room, and juror number nine, she says, you know, I'm I'm worried. I went home. This were two weeks in at this point. Now she's like, I'm worried. I went home, and I waited before I went in my garage last night, and I have three kids. I'm concerned. And I'm like, yeah, I want to know if they're locked up right now or if they're free to walk the street until there's a verdict. And another um, – I can't say that. I won't say that. And then there was another question that we wanted to know uh, if they had access to cell phones in prison because everyone has access to cell phones in prison these days. Yeah. So the court clerk comes in the room, and she puts a, a half a sheet of notebook paper down. She says, write your questions on this paper. So Jordan number nine wrote hers. I wrote mine. And then I wrote this third one. Yeah. And it was then given to, we walked out, and I'm in the front row. I'm juror number 11. There's a row behind me. And in front of me right here is the stenographer, judges here, court clerk here, a couple bailiffs, two defendants, two defense attorneys. Okay, your two best friends, how physically far away are they from you? Uh, the two stereotypes. 15, 20 feet. Nice. Nice. Uh, DA and then entire room of whoever here. So we write our questions down. We go out. Jordan Iron hands it to the sheriff. Bailiff, bailiff hands it to the clerk, clerk to the judge. By the way, great gig. The bailiff. Right. Best Take <laughs> it from the juror. That's it. Give it to the thing. Best job. That's rusty. Great. Rusty That's the bailiff. Rusty. I remember one time Wapner was like talking to somebody. He's like lecturing him. He's like, Rusty just went through a horrible divorce himself. And they cut to Rusty and he was like, <laughs> yep, I did. I sure did. Yeah, great gig. Um, <clears throat> so the judge says, it's been made aware to me that you guys have some questions. Obviously, I'm not going to address them now. I'll wait till after lunch. Come yeah. back from lunch. <laughs> I got to eat. First. They yeah. send us in the deliberation room, and the clerk comes back, and she says, juror number nine, will you come here, please? We go out. Now, we've all been talking about our safety. We're not supposed to talk about any of but this But everybody's shit. scared as shit. But everybody's fucking scared. So she goes out, and... Well, she's gone for like five minutes, and at this point, we're all bonded. We, you know, like what? What's going on? You know, she comes back in, and she's got this look on her face. And we're like, "Are they letting you off the case?" And she's like, "No, they just read my question in front of the entire uh, courtroom." I, we were all like, what? "With her standing there?" She said, "I sat in my seat by myself, and they the put me on the that? stand and read in front of the two defendants her question." I was like, "What?" As they were sharpening knives, and like, then she <laughs> looked at me and she goes, "There was like a red beam." They want to talk to you next. I said, "What?" Oh, she's like, "You got to go out there next." I'm like, "Nah." -uh. She's like, "You got to <laughs> say that was your question." He's going to read your question about being locked up. I'm the like, fuck "Oh is fuck!" That? So. She's like, they're going to buzz you out there. And she's like, you sit out there. I'm like, what are you? I'm like, oh, fuck. It was like an eight-feet walk. It was the longest walk I ever took in my life. I sat in the seat. You're by yourself. And the judge is like, um, were you talking about this back there? I'm like, we've 
not the case, but our safety, you know? He's like, well, how do you know her question? I said, because I wrote mine right under it. And he's like, well, why did you read it? And I said, I thought on my feet. I said, Your Honor, with all due respect, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that my question wasn't her question and I wasn't wasting the court's time. <laughs> Boom! 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 All the while shitting myself inside, right, shitting right. myself. Sweating and these two dudes asshole. are just mad dog and you're writing, mad dog, you're all I got. He reads both questions, then their attorney puts me on and just keeps asking me the same thing. Like, why'd you write it on the same paper? Because we were only given one piece of paper. All right, go back there, come back out. We come back out, and the judge says, now I'm going to ask all of you right now, because juror number 11 just told us that no one's been back there talking about this. Now, have you all been back there? Has anybody been back there talking about that? I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I'm waiting for somebody to be like, you know, like, what's going on? But everybody sat there dead silent. So he's like, all right, it's an honest mistake. It's not a problem. We're moving on. Like, the next week, this dude on there, I can't remember what number he was. I think he was two. We're in the hallway. We're talking about boxing for 20 minutes, waiting to go in. <laughs> right. We've got nothing else to talk about. What else, hold on, aside, what does everybody else do for a living? Do you know? I don't. Like, everyone was didn't you, so Didn't you go to, like, a Super Bowl party with everybody? No. <laughs> yeah, here. I was here with your ass. I'm kidding. Wouldn't that be funny if you all just loved each other? We're hanging out. The trial just ended. We were at a damn Super Bowl party. But, uh, so, at the very end of our conversation, he goes, bro. Did I tell you our information's public? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, the defendants, they can find out our information. He's like, it's on LegalMatch.com. <laughs> LegalMatch? He, he goes to show it That's to me That's how my parents phone. met, on LegalMatch.com. <laughs> but the, the reception doesn't work, and the clerk comes out, and she says, all right, jurors, turn off your cell phones. We're about to go into court. So he turns it off. I never see anything. He had written a question that he wanted to ask. And at this point, too, and I also said to the judge when I was out there, I said, Your Honor, if I'd known that you were going to ask the question in this format, like we thought this was a <laughs> private question, right, right. I never even would have asked my damn yeah. question. So he had one about, I need to get back to work. I'm not getting paid. So we knew he was going to go out there. They were going to ask him his question. He comes back in and he looks at me. He's like, they want to talk to you. I'm oh, like, why? Fuck, I don't have any questions. Why? why? He's like, I told him. That I was showing you that thing in the hall. I'm like, but you didn't show me, and I didn't ask you for it. And he's like, they're gonna buzz you out. And, you gotta, like, but, and everyone's on my side. Like, why'd you do that? I told I'm like, you the reception. I walk back out. I sit down. And the judge is like, uh, juror number five. I said, Your Honor, I'm juror number eleven. If five needs to be out here, I will go get him. He's like, It's supposed to be you. I said, uh, He's like, Do you know why you're out here? No, I do not. Because we don't talk about shit. That's that right. Day. And yeah. he's like. Juror number two told us he showed you something. I said, he attempted to show me something. I said, but I did not solicit it. I didn't ask for it in any way. And these dudes are just looking at me again like this, motherfucker. I'm like, God damn it. So uh, he's like, uh, I told you guys. I've told you again. I said, Your Honor, again, all due respect. I I was crystal clear on this the last time you brought me out here. I did not even ask for this. And he's like, oh, I forgot you were out here. That's how forgiving you. But I'm like, God damn it, I got my mouth. He's like, go back there. Shut the fuck up, basically. Get out here. Let's get this show over with. And it took, we, they were guilty on all charges. One dude had 12 counts against him. It was three charges per count. He was at four. Another dude was just at one. It was uh, conspiracy. Um it was tra or, uh, transportation and possession. Those were the three charges on everyone, and they were they were beyond guilty. I mean, all the evidence was so there. Did you guys even deliberate that? We much? did, we did, because we knew we were putting human but beings was, away for a like long time. Per... We went every every yeah. charge for every seizure. So seizure one, charge number one, boom, yes. There's a fingerprint. All right, there's this, there's this, there's this, like. And we, we, because the laws, we, like, the law is so fucking bizarre. Like, all their whole defense was, let's poke holes in the DA shit. Like, that was it. They didn't have it's to. It's no defense. Yeah. They, yeah, it's no defense. Like, oh, there's reasonable doubt. Oh, there's reasonable doubt. And they would say to the cops, like, did you see it? Well, my team did. Did you? I don't care about your team. Did you? I did not. No further questions. You're right. Wow. That's, that's the shit they would pull nonstop. So, and then, so, I just felt bad for the DA because once, you know, in order, you, you all they have to do is shit on your story the whole way yeah and then on top of that all 12 jurors have to agree it's not 11 of 12 which yeah. you would think is a pretty damn good number pretty yeah good. but yeah. it has to be so it's two incredible hurdles to get over uh so no we really deliberated properly we took our time we uh 
talked about it, and then what about they were sentencing? Guilty. What's there a lot of that come? That's the they judge. They don't even let you hear that. Like as soon as we do it, and then so then Legal they match. like here's every. Uh, they're like, look at the piece of paper with, uh, with the juror's addresses. Guilty. Is guilty. And you could see the one guy just like he dropped his head, and after that he would he would look at us and the police like I'm gonna fucking kill you and your families. That's exactly the looks they would give us. Yeah, talk to me in 35 years, awesome. dog. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, well, I'm sure that shit will get appealed and go to grand jury, and it'll be in our system for another couple of years. But, uh, you know, they they say, okay, so is this your decision, everyone? And everyone's like, yes. Okay. Uh, they read all the charges. Then they ask you collectively. Then they go, all right, now we legally have to ask each one of you. So, juror number one, do you say yes? Yes. Two, yes. Three, all the way through. And they're just staring at you like this as you say yes. Dude. There was only one time during early on. I didn't do it again, but I was like, I told everybody, I was like, I'm going to look that dude in the eyes until he looks away. And they're like, don't do it, don't do it. And I did. And I stared. I counted the fucking five. I was dying inside. <laughs> and he finally looked away. I was like, oh, God. Oh, I felt like my soul was ripped out of it. <laughs> but I did. I stared oh, his ass down. Man. The chubby one. All right, well, we got to go to a break for no reason whatsoever. Uh, I'm sure there's some shitty music you can hear. Try to fast forward through it if you can. We'll be See back in uh, 18 minutes. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.
You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. <laughs> yes. Welcome back to the Crab Feast on the Toad Hop Network. We're lucky you didn't toad hop your asses away from your computer, from that shitty, shitty, horrible date rape music. Why do they play this shit? I gave, um, what did I give Eric? I gave him some Gangstar, Tribe Called Quest. I think it's. I think they give it to other podcasts. I think Ian Bag has cool music now. What's that? A full full price beer downstairs now. Yeah. Oh man, is full that the new? Em- is that the new employee price? You gotta remind yes, yeah. them. You gotta you gotta remind them. Yeah, considering that, like, I don't know, eighty percent of the people downstairs are fucking employees. And no, eighty percent. There are nine people downstairs. Considering there's never been anyone in John Lovitz that didn't work at John Lovitz, <laughs> I'd say it's a safe bet we get a discount. Um, uh, this is a great Ian day. Bag. No, this is a great day. This is the day we start complaining about where we kind of work. Anyways, enough about well, our no. glamorous life. Right. Ian, Ian Bag got said. a show coming up. He wants to talk about, or he's going to. You can't stop him. He's going to talk about the Oscars, Billy Crystal's die job, and Tom Cruise aging backwards. Scotty Ward stops by to talk reality TV, and Brian has good vasectomy news. NHL and Bigfoot in your goddamn mouth. Tune into the Ian Bag show. Unless you're stupid. There it is. I added that unless you're stupid part. I liked Boom. it. It's pretty cool, right? Improv. <laughs> tag. Wait, tag yeah. Got some more tweets here over the break. Wow, wow. Uh, we got one from Travis Johnston who says, uh, time for his weekly case of the crabs. It's hooker day. Oh, yeah. My favorite podcast is on Toad Hop, motherfuckers. There you go. There nice. you go. And we got one from Steven. I'm going to try this one. Halabuda. If I fuck that up, I apologize. Sounds very uh, blame your dad. Spiritual. The crab feast is on live on some link. If you don't listen, you're a communist, and <laughs> you're you fucking right, buddy. And you're Thank stupid. you, stupid. Thank you. Very good. Okay, so we got two tweets, and we got from Eric Wendell. This music sucks. Dot 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 <laughs> dot, dot dot dot. It's like being friends with uh, like Mark Twain or something. He's so yeah, good with words. <laughs> It's just a tongue twister. <laughs> Makes you think about it over and over again. It's like, wow, man, that's amazing. We'll get, we'll get the music straightened out. Uh, today we're going to talk about adolescent hijinks. Just get buck wild in your youth. Roughly latter day. Basically, once you got your driver's license until you got <laughs> yeah. your second driver's license. That's right. Is the rough window of fun we're talking about today. I know uh, I went to college. Um, that's why I'm so goddamn smart. Um, and there was this girl I liked. Since the third grade. Since Boom. the third grade. Boom. In the, and we're in the college now. Went to high school with her. Damn. Didn't talk to her that much. Um, but then we ended up going to college together. By happenstance? Or was it a little bit of the reason why you went to college? No, 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 no. Not at all. Was, went to Frostburg, Maryland, Frostburg well, University. Right. <laughs> that's like community college with dorms. Yeah. That's like... Every no one there was interested in getting an education. You're talking about Frostburg, Frostburg, oh, I, Frostburg. Yeah, I spent plenty I spent, of time nights in Frostburg. You know, a place is bad when I go there and I go. There's not enough structure here. <laughs> <laughs> I need. For me to do I that. moved to Baltimore. I went to UMBC For structure. So, I, so I could skateboard. Basically, that's how fucking degenerate Frostburg was. Nobody came back for a second year. Everyone was wasted. They had what they called happy hour, which was a 4 p.m. This is like. Uh, pretty much every day, a 4 p.m. keg party, an 8 p.m. keg party, and an after hours, which is a 2 a.m. keg party. Mm. This is pretty much every day. And we're talking about like $3 a pop, and we're talking about putting on about 50 pounds your first Fuck fucking yeah. year of college. Yeah. And uh, just making a lot of bad decisions. What was the big party they threw? The shindig or something like that? I think that it was the up? shindig. That was the one where your like, fucking liver would finally give That's out. That's the first time I ever had a 40 ounce. Yeah. It was at the shindig. <laughs> it was in the middle of the day. Western Maryland. I mean, it must. by the time I got to like the bottom 16 ounces of that 40 ounce, it must. I could have been able to cook spaghetti in mm. that fucking 40 ounce. Got wasted. And every band played the same cover songs wood by alice in chains uh alive by pearl jam and like fade to black by metallica and they had like 16 bands that all played the same songs anyways my first couple months at um at frostburg i was i was partying and i was hanging out with this girl i was talking about had a crush on her for like Third a grade. decade and a half and she comes up to me and she's like wasted and she goes i'm i'm and that ice cubes line, been trying to d- girl picked up a girl, been trying to dig since the third. Yeah, grade, it was man. a good day. Yeah, today was a good day. She, she's like, I'm gonna, I'm going home. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'll see you later. 
And then we just both just start like making out. Yeah. Just like there making out is. right in front of like fucking uh just you know, a keg party. Just like just, just so just so crowded. And that, and then it was just like, All right. And that was it. I'll see you later. <laughs> you didn't even you didn't confess that you've loved her since the third grade? Fuck no, man. Oh no. I was playing it cool. Have Daddy. you found her on Facebook? Have you looked? You know, I've looked her up. Can we, and, can, uh, we, can we search her? I don't want to say. I don't want to say her he name. Have, on the he, air. Could, he just he whispered over to Rando. Okay, I'll write it down. But yeah, I've don't, tried. Don't. Trust me, I've tried to look her up because yeah. she really was beautiful, and it really was like one of the one of the best moments in my life. It was just like, damn, that's deep. What well, is? Because there's no. We've talked about this extensively. Yeah. The time we've known each other, there's no, there's no, there's nothing bad about it. There's no. And then we dated for three months, and she turned into a bitch. Uh, you know, it was just like. It happened. It was over. It was like fuck. It. it was glorious. You finally made out with the girl you've been trying to. But it, there's no effort at all either. Room. It was yeah, just no, like. No. So something good did come out of Frostburg then. So that, lots of good stuff came out of Frostburg. When I go. when I left Frostburg, I was like, "What the fuck did I do? Yeah, I had yeah. it all. I had it all. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. Because it was so much fun. But I was scared, man. I grew up Catholic, and there's a lot of guilt in having fun. Oh, I was yeah. like, I gotta wow. get out of here. And so I you didn't see her here. again? I have. I, I saw her over the course of that year. Right. That was like in October. But I never saw her. But once you, you never saw Frostburg, her that drunk. That was it? Uh, it just never kind of worked out again after that. And one of her friends came up and she goes, she did not mean to kiss you. <laughs> That's oh. a great sign, by the way. That's a great sign. But you know what? I, I really don't believe her. I really don't believe her. Because I just don't. Yeah. But uh, whatever. That's my... I just I, I want to oh, remember yeah. it the way I want to remember Hell it. Hell yeah. That's and uh, everybody did make a fuss over me in my first semester in Frostburg. Can you say her first name? Yeah, her first name's Linda. It's a good name. So, like, Linda. So yeah, I, I was like... Old school. I it was is, because like, uh, I'm thinking right now, like, there probably aren't, like, a lot of five-year-old Lindas on the planet. I'm not... No. Is that a popular no, no, name for... Yeah. Five-year-old? What are you talking about? I'm just saying, like, at some point... <laughs> how you party, but... Linda starts at that's zero a, yeah. when you get a name. I'm saying, sure. I don't know if that's a name that's being used that much there's, these no, days. No, it's not. So it's not. there's probably yeah. not a lot of there's children There's not a 26-year-old Linda. like, God damn. Damn, Linda. Yeah. Shit, Linda. Linda, if you're out there... I wanted it to happen. He still. I don't believe your friend either. I don't, I don't believe her friend. I, don't believe I really either. don't. There was too much love in that kiss. There was. Fucking Linda's lips. Mm. I miss those fucking Damn. days, man. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm also scared they're never going to end. I'm like 37, and I still feel like. You know, most people are like, oh, I'm getting too old. I'm like, uh, I'm still young. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, it's all when is this going to be over? That's what Mama Molly said. Well, when I was young, um, since I skated, I got chased by the cops. Beautiful. A lot. Yeah, it happens. It's a good it's a good thing for like a suburbanite. You get to experience that criminal life without actually doing anything <laughs> My criminal. From getting exercise. You get you get chased by cops. You do. I did it, Randy did it. And and well when you're younger, you're like cop and you run as fast as you can. Eggs, yeah. you really think something's bad's gonna happen to you. And B, that shit sounds like fun. Well, well, you like, gotta run because you're gonna get a ticket, right? Yeah. When you're older, you're like, "Fuck it, what the fuck?" And they did. I got thirty you know bucks. I mean? But when I was fourteen years old, we used to skate this garage in Fairfax all the time, and it was a little garage, like maybe held like twenty spaces, and the, it was uh, the building above it was was abandoned. There was nothing going on, so like. Mm -hmm. You could go and skate there all the time, and this was like 1988. Nobody mm -hmm. would come and mess with you. Every once in a while, cops would come in, would come by. And I remember I was skating, and my board had kind of zoomed out kind of from wherever the crew was, and I looked over, and I saw a Fairfax City cop, like, coming up. And I roll over to my boys, and it's, it was like, it's fucking seriously in slow motion when that shit happens. You're like, it's like stand by me. It is, dude. It is. And then sick balls. Everybody's like cruises. Now, I thought I had the advantage because I was already ahead of the game. I'm already in a running position. I'm kind of yelling to the, my boys who are a little across the garage. Cop. Yeah. I'm getting out first. The problem, Meanwhile, you look guiltier yeah. than everybody. <laughs> the problem is in this scenario is that when that happens, you're only as fast as the guy that follows you. Okay. And so Craig decided to follow me, and Craig was the last motherfucker out of the garage. <laughs> right, right. And I seriously remember, and, and I started running, 
and you're running as fast as you can, not looking back. You're running, you're holding your board, you're running, you're running, and it's like, it's like a little business park, and then it's like another garage, and then it's like some more grass. It's over near Fairfax County, over near Fairfax City uh, Courthouse, and you're running, and I'm running for like a solid <laughs> three minutes. You're exactly where, Think, you're, where thinking, you're, you're going to end up. Yeah, thinking, right, thinking. Probably ditch these motherfuckers. Look behind me. <laughs> fucking Craig is five steps behind me. Yeah. And fucking behind him, two steps, is a fucking police officer. <laughs> running after some 14-year-olds sure. for fucking skateboarding. Like, it is full-on right. chase, dude. And we outran that motherfucker, dude. Like, Craig, of course you did. Yeah, Craig Hell did, yeah. too, dude. Just, like, jumping over walls and haul like... Can you imagine chasing down a 14-year-old right now? No, no fucking for way. No fucking way. I go for jogging every day. For robbing yeah. a liquor store as a cop, yeah. yes. For Which, skateboarding, I would just pull up and be like, hey, get that Actually, shit out of here, man. That's I exactly bet, what I'll do. I bet I could catch a modern-day fucking 14-year-old. Big, fat yeah, piece of shit. Could. In Oklahoma, Soft I know I definitely game. could fucking but, but catch that, one. But that was the first time. Catch that was probably like the farthest I've been chased. Usually, <laughs> yeah. Usually they'll chase you like 10, 15 feet, like, hey, I got you, kid. Right. Or like, yeah. they'll just roll up in the car, like, yo, fucking yeah. get that other guy. Yeah. Usually they don't like, they're not ke- like running yeah. after you like you fucking stole a liquor. The question is, he store. probably just got like out of the academy and shit, was like, I'm in shape for this shit now. Yeah, man. I was like, get God, this. The question damn. is, did he call it in and did he have to tell anybody, yeah, they got away? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's worse than getting your gun stolen. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I remember one time we were getting into a car with my friend, uh, my friend Tim Conlon, and uh, and like this party got busted, and they made everybody. And Tim walks outside of the party with a full container of beer, and the cops like pour that out, and Tim's like, "What a fucking dick!" As if having an open container outside is any kind of legal for, for someone who's is legal to drink. Yeah, like yeah. that's not legal anywhere. Anywhere this side of fucking Mexico. Uh, so we're getting in the car, and the cop car's like. How old is he? We're both twenty three. Oh, you were old enough to. Do and the I'm car. actually drunk. I didn't realize I was drunk. I, I had like a couple. Sh- I had like two shots of liquor. So technically, if I threw a breathalyzer, I'd be drunk. Right. I didn't think I was drunk because oh, I only had two drinks. Now I'm old enough to know I was fucking wasted. Give me a shot right now. I'll be asleep. It'll be the Ryan and Randy podcast. <laughs> so, so we're getting in the car and. Uh, <laughs> And, and Tim goes, fucking pigs! What? That's so yeah. unlike him. Because oh, unlike him. Shit, he's a graffiti. He's a graffiti guy, so he's got this real defiant attitude. He, he paints graffiti everywhere. And these cops fucking get in their car, roll up on us, put us all in handcuffs. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And I still got Maryland tags. And he's like, I could impound this car right now. This is out here? Yeah, this is in California. He's like, I could, I could impound this car, and then like you'd just be fucked. You'd have to go get this car. You'd be stuck right here. Blah blah blah. Tim apologizes, and he's like, he's so wasted. He's like, where I'm from, you don't ask someone else to spill their beer out or whatever, right? We get in the car because we had to give our wallets to them so they could check our IDs and stuff. We're so Maryland. We got Maryland driver's right, license, everything. Maryland tags. Crab face. Yeah, yeah. represents. They weren't happy with Maryland our representation. All the way through and through. As long as your shit's legit on all levels, like registration, <laughs> sure. license, and, and tags, they can't do shit. Well, if they breathalyzed me, they could have well, done that, a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, so we're driving home, and he's like, he's looking through his wallet, he's like, there's fucking pigs. They stole $10 from me. <laughs> right, yeah. I only right. got $5 in here. He thinks they stole $10 out of his fifth day. He, he thinks they stole 10 and left, left five. five. Yeah, like, so yeah. We let's st- just leave five. So we stop at the leave liquor the store. I was hoping you'd say they stole his license. <laughs> no. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, yeah, been funny shit. Maybe they stole 10. Probably didn't. We get to we get to these girls' apartments that we knew, and he puts. we bought 40 ounces on the way home. That's all I can talk about. These fucking pigs stole my $10. He spills this big 40-ounce all over there. They're like magazines. They're like gossip magazines. This dick. And he's just like, oh, he didn't apologize or nothing. He just lets the fucking pigs <laughs> So fucked. And soak up like 20 magazines. Just roll $40 a magazine. Yeah, because someone stole $10. <laughs> 
And they were so pissed. They were so pissed at him. But he didn't care. He was just like, everyone should be upset because I lost $10. <laughs> because I called a pig ten. We got off so easy. We got off so easy, dude. That is way easy, dude. Oh, For my a DUI. God. It cost you $10 to get off a possible DUI. We were in legitimate, it. legitimate yeah. cuffs, dude. Hey, like, Leg- give him the 5. I give him 15. I should have given him the 10. I should have. If he didn't put me in the fucking situation in the first place. Man, I, um... But I have to say, before you start, that is the same guy that saved me from getting my ass kicked by the lowrider guys this in the other story. This guy got his nut shot off? No, no, no. Oh. He's the guy that saved me <laughs> from the fucking shit. I was gonna Tim say. still got two nuts. Don't All ask right. me how I know, but I know. All right, that's good news, two nuts. Um, I was going to share a story with you about some hijinks from my youth. Uh, I, have a twi- I have two brothers. I have a twin brother. Uh, he's a fraternal twin. We're a fucking product of fertility pills science no kidding project. really yeah, yeah. Mm, wow He's four minutes older god bless science Looks ryan like, i love you buddy thanks, i'm glad man. you're here i'm it's, glad it all works it's out it's not uh it's not uh what do you call it genetic or hereditary or whatever does not twins do not run in a family and okay I, he's tall and skinny i obviously am not we sound alike <laughs> we look nothing alike really nothing. i mean if i have him call in one time just so okay. you can yeah, hear yeah, it. it's yeah, hard yeah, to tell the difference between us sometimes even the i real. can hear him come out of my mouth Everyone's always like, are you identical? Are you? No, we are not. We're fraternal. We did have identical twin beds, but we are fraternal <laughs> twins. And um, I have a younger brother who's all, not quite four, four years, about three and a half years younger. But my twin brother loves, like, he's, it doesn't matter, spiders, snakes, whatever the fuck, he'll touch it, play with it. Oh, okay. He thinks he's like, you know. My little fucking, brother was like name? that, yeah, too. Yeah, that kid. And... um I learned in an early age, like, I, I'm fucking scared of snakes because of my brother. Like, right. I, I like to think I'm just, you know, I'm not scared of shit. Fucking snakes scared the shit out of me My now. brother brought a dead roadkill snake home one day. <laughs> and my parents took fucking pictures of him holding it. Why? Because we're rednecks, Fuck. man. Why? Uh, so, there was this one time where... Uh, we used to have a little Volkswagen bug, and, and we were going. My mother was taking my little brother to the doctor, and we didn't want to go. There's no cell phones or anything back sure. then. We're like 11. We're like, can we stay in the car and listen to the radio? <laughs> right. She's like, yeah, you can stay in here. So we're sitting in the back of this little bug, and I look over at my brother, and he reaches into his fucking like, winter jacket. He's like a 10 yeah. or 11. Pulls... I th- look like he's gonna pull a gun out and pulls a fucking snake out. I was oh! like, "What the fuck? Oh, really? Where'd you oh, get that? Yeah. Where'd you get like, the bush out from? Like, how long's oh, that been in your jacket?" And he's like, "The whole ride." I'm like, "What the fuck, man? Get it off me! Get it off me! Don't touch me!" So now he knows I'm scared of him. So he would catch black snakes. We lived out yeah, in Carroll County. He would catch them six feet, eight feet, all the time. That's crazy. I don't even know how you really would catch one of those. He held a trash can, just chased it into the oh, trash can, and then it would coil up and it can't get out. So then he would put it in like an aquarium, and he would feed it like little mice and shit. Fuck, and and if they killed the mi- the mouse, um, he would tie <laughs> he would tie string to its tail, and make it dance, so that he didn't waste his money at the pet store on these feed mice. Nice. And one time, a black snake got out in the house. And oh, Everyone was like, Derek, you motherfucker, like, stop. You can't be bringing snakes into the fucking house. And we had a problem with uh, something in the basement. So a plumber or something came over one day, and we're all sitting, we're playing Nintendo. And the snake had been missing for like four days. And the plumber. Four days? Yeah. Good pl- luck sleeping, dude. Plumber goes downstairs. You hear Jesus Christ! And my brother's like, my snake! And he ran down, and it was. He got it, put it back in the aquarium. They would bite him in the hand, and I would be like, I'd be like, oh, oh my God! God! And he would he would look it in the eye, like those Mexican dudes yeah. did me. Stare and just down. rub it and rub it. Oh I'm like, God. this motherfucker's from another planet. Oh, my God. So one day, um, we lived. <laughs> it was my turn to cut the grass, and uh, we had a snapper riding mower, the same one from mm-hmm. Can't Buy Me Love. All right, all right. Rich, That's Randy's favorite seen. movie, by the way. Can't Buy Me Love? Oh, yeah, big fan. Snapper, same snapper, same snapper with the, you know, the bag catcher on the back. Yeah, the big fan of the, actual, of the actual uh, lawnmower they use in that. Yeah, Thanks. that's the yeah. one that we had, the exact uh, Can't Buy Me Love model. So it's my turn to cut the grass. It's summer, and I'm going around. And we had a deck uh, that was just built. And, you know, I'm cutting in a square, and I'm going underneath the deck. I'm not wearing a shirt. I'm 15. I was in shape. I, I, was, I was able to be shirtless at the point. And mm-hmm. a few houses up, 
our friend Jeff Wagner lived there, and I could see my brother Derek and Jeff, who was just like him. They yeah. were they 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 were the vandals in our neighborhood. They like, were the original crocodile like my parents hunters. Would drive by shit and be like, "Oh, that's a shame someone did that to the house." And I'd look back, and these two are laughing. I'm like, "You motherfuckers <laughs> did that to that house." Right. So I can see them while I'm cutting the grass with a broom, and they're standing like way back, and they're whacking this pine tree, and I'm and Jeff's holding a trash can. I'm like, "They're definitely there's a big ass fucking snake in there." So then I cut the grass, and I don't see them in the backyard anymore. And I look up on our deck as I'm riding by, and my brother's up there, and he's holding this black snake that's like six feet long. Get the fuck out And oh I said, God. don't do it, dickhead. <laughs> don't fucking do it. And I go around, whatever, a couple more times, not paying attention. And out of nowhere, something slaps across the back oh. of my neck and shoulders. And that alone startled me. But when I looked to my right, this little snake's face was right here. Oh, I fucking my was like, God. <laughs> I like screamed. I grabbed it by the fucking head. I threw it on the ground as fast as I could. I put the blade down, and my brother's screaming, Don't do it! Don't do it, dick! And he runs off. I ran over that motherfucker. Yeah. Honk, honk, honk. I got that bag catcher off the back and dumped it out of his feet. I said, There's your motherfucking snake, you asshole. Nice. Boom! Fucking hate snakes now. Hey, Fuck yeah, you hate snakes. Snake. Oh, scared the shit out of me snapper man there was this guy this is guy we used to skateboard with he actually lived on our couch for a while when me and randy used to be roommates named uh, chris westman we go up to this place called bronson canyon one time it's up in the hollywood hills you can skateboard there and uh there's some like one of these fucking uh what do they call them heshers which is like a fucking skateboarder with like a beard and long hair a poet like and a ska- poetry and skateboards slam guy. like it's like 1983 yeah. like it's their whole life they even made a movie about it called Hesher I had no idea okay so <laughs> we're up there the guy's got like a barbecue grill and Westman's talking to him like hey man what's going on he, he talks just like Bob Dylan or whatever guy's like nothing just making some lunch or whatever look down he's caught some snakes he's cut their heads off He's cut the snakes open. The fuck? He's taken the fucking, and he's in the middle of taking some rats out of the snakes that haven't been digested yet and cooking them on the fucking Get grill the fu- wait a minute. so that he can eat them. How, wait, hold on, hold on. This dude was who? Some dude. This is, our fr- this is a friend of a friend. A friend? So Did he actually know him or did he just meet them there? I think he knew him. So he's with someone you know. Yeah, and they know each and other. And he has a dead snake. I'm like one degree of separation from this. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> he has a dead snake? That he caught in Griffith Park. He killed the snake. He then. killed the snakes, and he's cut the snakes open, and he's he's going to cut the, the rats. So he can eat the mice. Right, but he had, so what you're saying, I, this is where I got lost. So this is a jackpot for this guy? Like, he's like, I'm going to kill this snake and see what's in its belly. Oh, my God. Boom, bonus. No, that's what I'm saying. See what's in the no, belly. No, no, he knows what's no, in the or belly. Or he no, feed no, 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 it. No, I think if you know, if you if you cut that many snakes open, you, you know, know what's in there. It's one in four. One's gonna get fucking mice. You know he's what like, I mean? It's like, like the jackpot. Was, the jackpot was catching the snake. Yeah, no, there's probably three other snakes he caught that threw away that didn't that's, have no yeah. mice. Yeah. So this this um this happened. He cu- <laughs> and then he cooked them in front of everybody and ate them. I didn't see him eat them. Just saw him cook them. Did I not, can't fucking... Did not hang out. Man, I've heard of people eating pigeon off the road, and that I would do that, I think, before I would eat... Who the fuck mm, would eat a mice or a those rat? Those are all questions I want to consider it's myself. funny here. Uh, we got another tweet from the Craig Scott who says, Well, PETA was subscribed to the crab feast until today. <laughs> yeah, so well, there they go. Man, well, we're allowed to kill snakes if uh, they're thrown on your fucking face. I got another famous uh, skateboard beatdown story, which yeah. is... Oh, this is a classic. This is documented in a skateboard I video. I can't remember. I've been trying right to search thing. for the video. Can you give the link out for people it's got to be on there i it's, don't remember the video was in it was was it element or was, was it, it sorry when when he deal? finds it when rando does find he can uh give it to us and we can tweet yeah it we out. only got like five minutes though so like right. what, what happened what now, happened how many, you guys how, were skating okay so three three okay so uh, 1992 probably we're at uh, freedom plaza pulaski park which big is pants a, big pants which is this large marble plaza two blocks from the white house everybody <laughs> skates there if you if you're at the white house and you want to go from the white house to the capitol as the president does every four years when he gets inaugurated where he goes the other way is pennsylvania avenue makes one turn from the capitol to the white house or from the white house to the capitol at that turn is one big block that's all marble flat marble it's a map of dc and it's called pulaski park freedom plaza people skate now we'd skate there all the time cops come there now but back in the day no cops would come every once in a while there'd be a rollerblader but very rare. There's a girl that goes there and went ride on her unicycle. That's what? about it. 
And so this one day, there's an older dude, like probably in his <laughs> younger 40s, like well-built rollerblading, and he's kind of rolling where we are. And I kind of notice he's kind of getting in some people's way, kind of on purpose. Like, hey, watch where you're going, <laughs> dude, like all that. And I'm like, what's right. up with this guy? And he gets in, in front of my friend Eben's way. And Eben is the biggest dude of the crew. Okay, Eben's six feet, well-built. And he's the biggest dude. He's kind of picking him out to be the guy. I'm watching kind of from afar. I notice he gets in Eben's way a couple times on purpose. Eben doesn't know it, but I see him kind of like looking out and getting his way. And he gets in his face like, yo, what's up, dude? You know, you're fucking in my way, bro. Got some dialogue, whatever. The dude rolls out. A typical day at the office for a fucking 19-year-old punk. No big deal. Now, sure. this guy is easily in his 40s, a regular guy, rollerblading. That old, really? Yeah. You oh, know, he's like, rollerblading. Okay, yeah, yeah, but he's like well-built. You right. know, the guy who works out he's every day. He's doing it for cardio. Yeah. So, he wants to pick fights in D.C. So At the Capitol. <laughs> White House right there. Three hours later goes by. Three hours later go by. And most people are now down at one end of the park skating some ledges and stairs. I'm kind of in the middle of the park, and I notice that... I see a guy run up with a shirt off. It's that same motherfucker. Come on. He's got a shirt off with a fucking stick. What? And no rollerblades. And he rolls up to my friend Eben with a stick and hits him in the <laughs> fucking neck. What? And he's got a motorcycle <laughs> helmet on. And he wants to battle with, like, there's probably 40 of us. <laughs> and he starts swinging the stick rapidly. We all surround him. People start throwing boards at him. Right. Cut to... 15 seconds later, in the middle of Pennsylvania Avenue, at about 6.30, the dude is on the ground with his motorcycle helmet, and people are fucking bashing him over the head with a bunch of skateboards. This Let was in ring. a skateboard video, yeah, and me and my friend video. saw it. We gotta find that link Me and my friend saw it, and we're like, those Pulaski guys are fucking <laughs> I maniacs. See totally bum-rushed us. Alright, it's our time, damn it. And we'll uh, find the link, Yes. and he got up and rolled away. The dude was fine. We'd like to thank Eric Wendell for, uh, you should have called in, buddy. We want to know how many uh, ice cream trucks, whatever movie got. <laughs> uh, check me at The Full Charge on Twitter. I'm at Ryan Sickler on Twitter. I'm at The Laugh Factory to, uh, Wednesday night, 10 p.m. here in Hollywood. Crabfeastpodcast at gmail.com. That's crabfeastpodcast at gmail.com. I'm at the San Francisco Punchline all week. Come see me. Um, and tell a friend, God damn it! Don't you be lazy my about this shit. Com, Get on this shit. You guys and got iTunes homework. You guys Amazon. got homework. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.